Hi, and welcome to the Get Richer Teacher podcast. My name is Ola, and I'll be your guide and mentor on your way to a profitable, sustainable, but most importantly, enjoyable language education business. And why would you care to do that, to build a business like that? Because there's literally no other way. The language education market is in a bizarre state. Companies making millions in profit yet paying teachers peanuts. Native speakerism is still way too powerful. And finally, the students are bored of the same old formats and messaging telling them to speak like a native. I'm here to shake things up, to educate and motivate a community of teachers who have the courage to build businesses and teach the language on their own terms, both solo or in their own language schools, and have a positive impact on their students and the world. Because teachers are superheroes. Let's claim it today. No wonder you're still wondering what the best social media platform for your teaching business might be. There is so much information and so many gurus online telling us to choose the platform that they are currently selling the strategy for. So everybody gets overwhelmed where all we are thinking about is what's the best, what will give us the best results. But that actually might be a bit of a trap. Welcome to the Get Richer Teacher podcast, a podcast for ambitious language teachers and educators and language education business owners who want to build and scale their businesses and teach the language on their own terms. Alrighty, so in this episode, I wanted to talk to you about a bit of a myth because while this, at some point, this, this question, what's the best social media platform, um, seemed a bit like obvious to me, it's still not obvious for a lot of people. So I wanted to say and reassure you that the fact that you're wondering what's the best social media platform means that you care, that it's, it's something that you really want to treat seriously. Like there are still so many people who Think of their teaching businesses as a bit of a side hustle. I know we don't really use that expression, but it's not really serious. I had this client at some point who told me that when she wasn't teaching, um, her family would think that she's just not doing anything. So like planning and things like that, they didn't seem serious. So I wonder if it actually comes from us or from the people around us, because like teaching on the side as a freelancer, it doesn't sound very serious, but if you're trying to basically um, figure out what best marketing tactics to use, it means that you care. And I give you permission today. You are totally allowed to care. You are totally allowed to feel like this is difficult, and but also to seek support. And I'm here to support you. So I've recorded tons of episodes about uh, Instagram. One of my favorite ones is the episode 84. I talked about how not to be enslaved to social media as a business owner. Uh, give this one a listen, because especially if you feel pressure um, to make the best, most optimal decisions when it comes to social media and marketing your business, this one might be useful. But today we're talking a little bit about, about something a little bit different. So... I understand that it's a strategic decision to be on social media and to start marketing yourself. There is still many misconceptions on what marketing is. A lot of people think that marketing yourself is basically 
teaching them for free because this is how you show people. I think the reasoning behind it is that this is how you show people how you teach, who you are, and then they're going to come and pay you. So number one, that doesn't work like that. And I talk extensively about what actually marketing is in my course, The Rocket Takeoff, um, where we build the foundation of your business. But the thing that you need to understand is that, yes, there is an answer to what's the best um, social media platform, but it's probably not what you think. So I would say that all of my clients that I've worked with and myself as well, we, we would say that we found a social media platform that is the best for us. But again, it's not what you probably anticipate. But because what do we base the decision on um, how to choose the social media platform is numbers, optimal posting times, um, where the most people hang out. Like we, and I think the biggest culprit here is us comparing ourselves to other people in our field. So you might be seeing lots of uh, influencer teachers, for example, who have massive audiences on Instagram because that, that just comes to mind because it's just kind of an obvious choice if you want to be an influencer and you may think that's the way to go, right? I'm going to leave the <laughs> argument whether having tons of followers is actually means, actually means success in business because I doubt that highly. Uh, there are exceptions to the rule, obviously. But I would approach choosing a social media platform for you from a completely different angle. And this might be disappointing because sometimes what we're looking for, especially if you're, at, if you're asking someone who claims they're an expert, me, <laughs> um, is just tell me, right? Just tell me. But the problem with that is that if I just tell you, then there is absolutely no space for you to create your own consistency, your own routine, and actually to test things. And one of the most like useful skills when it comes to being an entrepreneur is being able to make independent decision and to allow yourself to fail. Okay. So the things that you actually so that's not to say that you are not allowed to ask questions, but these are different questions. So like, I would encourage you uh, with a bit of a coaching kind of manner here to ask better questions, basically. So I don't want you to ask what's the best social media platform, because at the same time, the best social media platform exists and doesn't exist. It depends where you are, basically. Uh, I would ask, what's the best social media platform for you? So the clue, the, the, the whole key here is what you are willing to do or how you are willing to show up or what's natural for you and which platform supports that. So let me give you some examples. I am a very extroverted person. I really like being on video, talking to people. I love running lives. I love being on stories. Instagram is the ultimate, absolutely best choice for me 
because I like that. I do get burnt out and like, no, let's not, let's not, let's not uh, pretend that it's always perfect. But for the vast majority of time, I enjoy being on Instagram. That's again, not to say that I post consistently. I do it my own way because to be honest, to me, it's much more important that I enjoy it because for me, the only way I can stay consistent, and this might be my ADHD, you decide, but I believe that that's, that's something that is kind of like unique about or not unique about all of us. We need to enjoy it. The minute we make ourselves do something, it stops. It, it like there is friction, right? And we want to remove as much of that friction as possible. The example that comes to my mind from like life is what if you wanted to get fit, right? You would choose a sport that genuinely brings you joy. So I always give my example of my pole dancing. I'm not an expert at pole dancing. It's not like, does anybody ever ask, is pole dancing the best sport in the world? Like maybe there are people who Google, can you lose weight when you do pole dancing? I didn't. I look at it through the prism of, is it, does it have a chance to give me joy, pleasure or not? It did. So that's how I've stayed consistent for 16, 18, 17 months now. It's mad actually, because it's exercise. I've never done exercise before. So think about it exactly in the same way. Which platform? And again, without, and, and, and what's important to know here is that without testing, you won't know. So I had to try quite a lot of things that were not enjoyable. So for example, with my personality and my, um, say like tendencies of, of liking to be on a video, I thought that I would start with YouTube way sooner, but YouTube costs a bit more work. So. It's not really worked so far, you know, and maybe I'm not saying it's not going to work at some point. Um, but for now, it's not the obvious choice. I need something that is lower on commitment, I would say. And Instagram has played that role in the sporting kind of metaphor. I tried Zumba a few times because it's like energetic, like I can burn my energy, whatever. It didn't work. It's still too structured for me. I have lots of trouble with coordination. So it didn't work. It just didn't work. And like on the paper, it looked like the perfect solution. Same with YouTube. It looks like the perfect solution. It's just video, me talking. But there is something, there is an element that I haven't figured out yet. So it's not the choice for me now. And this is exactly how I want you to... Um, think about it. So let's say it is Instagram. If Instagram becomes, because let's, let's, let's be honest, you need to choose a platform that you're going to prioritize in your marketing, um, on top of your email marketing, because an, because an email marketing, um, strategy is a non-negotiable, um, just to be clear. Um, a social media platform that you use, is going to be the priority for people, is going to be the priority kind of medium where you attract people or connect with people, let's say. Maybe not even attract because I've got a different opinion on that. Um, so 
where, my first question is, where is it most likely that you can be consistent? And by consistent, I don't mean posting every day at 6 p.m. because some guru told you that that's the optimal posting time. No, I'm saying showing up sort of regularly so people don't forget about you, which could mean once a week, twice a week, depending on your energy levels, depending on your goals in business. Like don't abandon it for months, let's say, but also think about it like where is it most likely for you to actually keep going, okay? And there is a caveat here because it is possible that none of the platforms will be easy at the beginning. Nothing is easy at the beginning. What I'm asking you here to choose is the path of least resistance. I'm not saying there won't be resistance, but the least resistance. So for you, it might be LinkedIn, let's say. Maybe you like writing. Maybe writing a post that makes people think. And on LinkedIn, that's the type of content that we, that we tend to see performs well. It's not about education. Absolutely not. Forget about educating anybody on LinkedIn. It's about making people think so that people interact with it. Um, maybe that's your jam. Think about it. Maybe it's a podcast. Although again, this is. A bit of a different story because a podcast is more like a seed content, more like your, your hero content that can then be repurposed into social media content, which is something that I do, um, sometimes. <laughs> um, but like, again, ask yourself those right questions. And finally, there is a second element of that. So the first one is you. The second element is your people. So you need to know and so you know by now, or you should know by now, that it's less about where do language learners hang out? There is no way you can answer that question. Let me tell you. There is absolutely no way. Because, a la because language learners is such a vague group that uh, you will be looking forever and you will not find them. So you need to get more specific. You need to know who those learners exactly are. So basically you have a target audience, obviously, right? Again, Rocket Takeoff, if you haven't done that, it's an amazing course that will help you do it. So I encourage you to start thinking really deeply about your audience. What are their tendencies? And stop saying things like, because I hear that all the time from everybody. People don't like Instagram these days. Facebook is dying. Like, these are such stupid, sorry, but stupid, silly statements because there is no such thing. There is still a massive community of people on Facebook. They are just a very specific community. And maybe that's the community that you want to address. There are people who still hang out on Instagram. And again, you need to see if that's who your people are. There is a certain demographic that will choose TikTok. And if it's, if that's the demographic, that's the group, that's the target group you want to work with. Yes, it would be a good idea to be present on TikTok, but always check in with yourself whether point number one here works. So am I going to be consistent there? Will it bring me joy? Because if not, 
forget about bloody TikTok. Okay. It's, there is no point. You're going to burn out. You're going to regret it. And you're going to keep looking for solutions, for hacks on how to do it quicker, how to do it better, how to do it without effort. There is no such thing as no effort with social media. You will at some point need to learn it, apply what you've learned and create a habit off of it. So where can you create a more consistent habit? Again, like the sports metaphors are just shouting at me. I hope it, it's so visible to you. So like, if, let's say in the fitness world, your goal is to, um, be more fit, then you might Google which sport will help me get fit quick. And somebody might say running. Are you able to stay consistent with running? Because I am not like Jesus running. Kill me now. Um, you need to find your own thing. You need to find your own platform. And that's not to say that even though I've chosen pole dancing, it's easy. No, there are times when I tell my teacher to and not tell me to do stuff because it's too hard, because I'm on my period, because things are too hard. It takes effort still. Nothing is effortless. But what's the path of least resistance? And that's it from me for today. Dear teacher, I hope this has given you some food for thought. Okay, I love getting messages from you, so please do. And remember to subscribe. Remember to give me a little boost with a review on Apple Podcasts or on YouTube now. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. You know what, teacher? I'm so proud of you. If you're listening to this, you are ready for a change. Whether it is to quit hassling for peanuts or working with other people who don't respect you, I know you've got it in you and my podcast is here to help you do that weekly. To be reminded of new episodes, sign up to my newsletter. It's in the show notes. You'll also receive lots of tips, support and special offers. I'm committed to supporting you also via my coaching programs and courses. You can work with me in my flagship programs, the Rocket Takeoff or the Rocket Accelerator. The Rocket Takeoff will take you off the one-to-one teaching hamster wheel to more peace and more well-paying students. The Rocket Accelerator will help you finally launch a group class that will be perfect for students that are a joy to work with and so you can leverage your time and do what you love while having space to breathe or read another self-development book. If you're a language school owner, I've got things on offer for you too. Simply go to my website, olakowalska.com to check them out. Finally, please share this podcast with your teacher friends, rate it and subscribe. I'm your biggest cheerleader. See you next time.